Here we go. This is another edition of Get the Ball Rolling. I know it's a little bit later in the week. I apologize. I had a couple things come up uh, earlier in the week, so I wanted to get on. We're going to do a brief kind of summary of week two, uh, some of the games we like to watch for in week three. Uh, Like I said, not not to discredit uh, FCS teams or FCS programs or anything like that, but it's not going to start getting hot. Uh, The season's not going to heat up till honestly, next week uh, in week four. So the first couple of weeks, for those of you who are new here, uh, we kind of take it just just casual. We're, we're watching it. We're enjoying it. We're starting to see the lines. We're starting to see the, I guess, the storylines of the season. And now we're going to be able to make better and more informed decisions going forward. Uh, so that's kind of what we're looking at. Like I said, really low-key first three weeks-ish. Uh, week four is when we're really going to start ramping up uh, for the you know, for the, the FCS football season. So a lot of crazy things happened. Uh, I want to touch on something that as I was, as I was driving home from, from, from work today, it was something that I wanted to touch on with you guys as, as, as loyal listeners. Thank you of course for listening because I, you know, I've been in the, the, the FCS media, uh, you know, really starting backwards i mean i started the podcast in 2019 but uh you know really followed fcs my entire life uh i feel like fcs fans we do this to ourselves right because we're fcs and it's not as covered you know espn fox cbs don't cover the fcs like we feel like they should right a lot of us went to or their alma maters fcs schools uh you know that that's just who it is right and some of these schools are just in amazing amazing locations and the community when you go to an fcs school or if you go to to a low uh you know a littler school as compared to the the big university you just have a different it's more of an intimate experience right with your professors class sizes aren't as big with community there's typically not as much to do uh you know in these smaller towns now you can make arguments right ann arbor you know where where's the closest city there you know you know, i mean you, there's always exceptions yips flani michigan of, of course there's always exceptions uh and you know even in the in the fcs but for the most part we're talking pretty rural communities and the university is a large part of that community in, in that town and we had a couple of of upsets fcs versus fbs upsets now for those of you who are new or or don't understand what happens more often than not i can't say every single time but what happens more often than not is that the fbs teams the teams like your michigan's ohio states penn state alabama insert power five even group of five i mean insert fbs team name what they'll do is they will uh call up a team and say hey look we want a game we don't want to get hurt we have better athletes we'll pay you a million dollars to come and play and you might just get absolutely worked i mean we're talking just mollywopped but you get a million dollars or a million and a half dollars, you're happy, right? You're happy. Uh, I mean, you look at like Utah State beat Idaho State 78-28. You're happy that they were able to do it, right? They were able to give up the money, keeps your uh, program afloat. You might be able to get new jerseys out of it. I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen. Uh, We've we've tacked as nauseum with this, right? 
But when an FCS team upsets an FBS team, it is like the, the I, I don't even know, I don't even know, the, the rapture is happening. I mean, everyone in the FCS nation is just going absolutely bonkers. They're disrespecting us. See, we have great players at this level and you need to take us seriously and get your name out of my mouth and like all these things which is fine hey you know what if you want to get you know a little little uh little tipsy a little lubricated on the weekends having a good time with your friends and you go to twitter and you post stuff like that i'm not going to blame you i i honestly am not look i can understand it don't i i, I don't fault you for that but i want to get out of this notion as I was driving home, uh, mainly because I saw Idaho beat Nevada, uh, Southern Illinois beat Northern Illinois, right? Um, I want to get out of this, this notion that the FCS is this woe is me picked on team or picked on teams and that they're not good and that they're second tier. No, it's, it's not the case anymore. Uh, Appalachian State, I think was, I, I mean, in my life, they were kind of the precursor. Everyone knew Appalachian State. Later came North Dakota State, right? And if we're being honest, North Dakota State would probably – I don't know if they would win the Mountain West. They would be pretty dang competitive. I don't know if they would get a Fresno or a Boise. But let's be honest. It would be pretty competitive. And seeing a Boise State have to go to the Fargo Dome, oh my goodness, wouldn't that be wonderful? Wouldn't that be something, right? But as I'm kind of just just watching, like everyone acts as if it was a, a fault against them, or or that that, that you know we're somehow disheveled or, or put aside. It's not the case. Uh, in the in the era of nil, in the era of social media, where we can you know talk to one another, we're we're more connected than ever before in human history. Really. I don't know if the status of an FBS school, right, is, is the same anymore. The, the, the lines I feel like that are drawn are shrinking and the top of the FCS and the bottom of the FBS can be interchangeable. That's why I will, I might die on this mountain. I, I might, I might stand here yelling at, I might be an old man, 80 years old, yelling at the clouds saying they need to do this. This is why I suggest relegation and promotion in college football, but we're not going to get into that today. Um, but you look at a team like Fordham beats Buffalo, right? Everyone's like Fordham, they lost their week one game and then they're this and that. And they, you know, go through seven different layers of, of delusion to say that they were better than Buffalo. No, they were better than Buffalo. They beat them 40 to 37, right? And so Fordham, could they compete in the back? Heck yeah. I think they could throw them in there. That's why I want to see it. So I, I just think the lines are blending more. And for those of you who don't know, I went to division two school that later transitioned to an FCS team power, right? I guess not power, but FCS conference. And really the, the, the athletes of top of D2 are, uh, I mean, our football team, I think they went nine and three my, my last year. That was the big push is that they were, you know, doing well in football. We're going to get you know, FCS, we're going to go to the WAC, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the, but the, the athletes from the very top of D2 and the bottom of FCS really weren't, again, blurred lines, a lot closer than, than what people want to, want to admit and stuff like that. So I don't want this notion of, see, look, Fordham this, Idaho that. And you see these overreactions. I mean, I see people's rankings. Number one, I hate top 25s. Some people ask for it. If you guys don't want it this year, I'm not going to do it because I hate top 25s. But they're like, Idaho number one. When on earth have you seen that Idaho deserves to be number one? Well, you know, they've had a couple of really good games and, and uh, you know, I just think they need to be number one. Well, if that's your opinion, you can. You are more than welcome to have your opinion of Idaho one or Idaho three. But like, let's put some things into perspective here. 
right? Let's like the 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 Kings are still the Jackrabbits. They're they're still right. They're still there. North Dakota State hasn't gone anywhere. Honestly, I thought Weber State was going to take a step back. They haven't gone anywhere. Big Sky, Sacramento State, Big Sky haven't gone anywhere. Montana, Montana State, Big Sky haven't gone anywhere. Yeah, did did. Idaho beat Lamar? Sure. Did Idaho beat Nevada? Absolutely. Are they going to beat California? I have no idea, but they're going to play them this weekend. How about we reserve these overreactions and, you know, these keyboard warriors until after we see some games, right? Idaho has to play Sacramento State. It's at home. It's going to be in the Kibbe Dome. Congratulations. They might win. And that's when it's like, okay, Idaho's serious. They made the playoffs last year. Maybe they make a run. They go at Eastern Washington. Great game. Cal Poly, they should win. Home against Montana. Home against Montana State. Can you make a back-to-back against Montana schools? At Northern Colorado. At Weaver State. You think you can go down to Ogden and win in that environment? That is a ruckus crowd. Quite honestly, possibly your hardest away game with Eastern Washington and Cal right up there with it this year. But but the overreactions are crazy. Now, and that's why I don't do power rankings either because, again, it's like an overreaction in the moment and stuff like that. Uh, but as I watch this, I just want to keep that in mind. The FCS is not a woe is me. These are legit athletes that will go on and play at the next level. They're legit, and we need to honor them. And and I feel like when we say things like, oh, my goodness, I can't, you know, SIU better than NIU, and NIU beat so-and-so, and so that means that SIU is basically a Power 5 team. No, let's not let's not go down these rabbit holes. You can, like I said, if you are had a little bit of liquid courage and, and hey, you're, you're a Salukis fan, go ahead, do it. But as a whole, FCS Nation needs to realize, you know, our, our fans, right, the entire uh, subset, the entire conference needs to realize that it's not it's not like what it used to be. These are legit kids playing legit teams. This is, this is it, okay? That was just kind of what was going around in my head. I don't know why. Maybe it was just because there's so many overreactions and top 25s and power rankings. Despite uh, my my disdain for them, people still put them out. Of course, that's just uh, that's just where we're at, uh, which is fine. You guys can continue to put them out, and, and I've had good conversations with wonderful people that do power rankings and stuff like that. Uh, but that's what I saw. Like, this is not overreact, right? FBS, FCS, we're not overreacting here. Idaho, we'll see what happens. You got to prove it. Every single team, every single year has to prove it. Now, there's some built-in leeway with South Dakota State, North Dakota State, you know, Montana, Montana State. Yeah, there's, there's some built-in leeway there with their dominance right but let's be honest here idaho up until you know the last couple years they really have been really tough to watch had a lot of dark years so let's keep it into perspective same thing with siu siu was not great last year it doesn't mean that they're going to be great this year because they beat niu now are they playing great wonderful are they a top 25 team that's for you guys to decide i do i do tyler's tears that's what i do so let's just keep that in mind as not only as we look back week two, obviously, you know, some wonderful games, but as we look forward to week three. And week three is going to provide uh, some some really interesting, really intriguing matchups that, again, we're starting to see more FCS v. FCS, um, some more conference matchups, which I think are going to be uh, interesting. Obviously, Campbell-Monmouth be a really fun game to watch. Uh, the Campbell, uh, The Campbell Fighting Camels, Every year, everyone talks about them. This year, flying more under the radar as far as media and, and coverage goes. They did lose to William & Mary, but they backed it up with a big win against the Citadel. We'll see what they can do against uh, Monmouth on, on Saturday. Really intriguing game. 
Uh, two teams that could potentially be on the bubble as you're looking at the playoffs. That's what we're ultimately uh, concerned about is who's going to be making it into the playoffs. Uh, another really interesting game that we've got, we've got Eastern Washington taking on Southeast Louisiana. Uh, it is in uh, Cheney. Right, uh, Southeast Louisiana 0-2, same as Eastern Washington. Southeast Louisiana has two FBS losses, uh, so you can't really – not a ton to pull from there. Eastern Washington basically has two FBS losses, losing to North Dakota State and uh, Fresno State. Played them tough. Uh, they did lose 31-24 in double overtime. So very intriguing matchup. Again, the big sky, uh, Eastern Washington have had a couple of years where they haven't been as dominant. They're looking to bounce back. Uh, I think this is a great uh, get-right spot. And uh, if they move to 1-2 and two going into the next couple of weeks, definitely will lend them well uh, there. A team that we've talked about for a couple of years now, William and Mary. Again, they aren't going to be the the sexiest topic and stuff like that. They beat Campbell, they beat Wofford. They're taking on Charleston Southern, uh, getting ready for the CAA uh, going forward. Excited to watch this team. I'm a huge William and Mary fan. Uh, we're always going to be talking about them on this podcast. It's my podcast. I get to decide. Holy cow, am I excited and uh, ready to watch that game? Uh, a couple other, uh, you know. Games caught my eye. Elon taking on NCANT. Elon, a former, uh, well, they made the playoffs last year. Uh, they lost this last weekend to Gardner Webb, another team that made the playoffs last year. Taking on NCANT will be a very interesting game uh, that is played at five central time. And then uh, last couple of games that I wanted to, to mention, obviously Southern Illinois taking on Southeast Missouri State. I think SIU is going to win. SEMO, uh, again, in and out of the playoffs, very, very popular. A lot of people like them to make it back. Uh, really intriguing game there. And then, of course, uh, I want to I want to touch on a team that I seemingly like they can't keep their head coaches and they just keep on going and, and they just keep on rolling. But uh, UIW, uh, they played a really tough game against UTEP, uh, lost ultimately, but a really tough game. And then they go to Northern Colorado in Greeley, uh, high elevation, tough place to play regardless of if they're good or not. Uh, they beat them 42-7. to They're up against uh, Abilene Christian this weekend. Really interested to see that game. If they can get that win, they then take on North American, which I believe is a D2 school. Uh, they'll win that game. And then you're up against Southeast Louisiana into the Southland slate, which uh, they only get them one time. I think in the past they've played them twice or uh, Nickel State twice. So UIW, a team that we definitely want to keep an eye on. They were so close last year uh, you know, to, to the win over uh, North Dakota State in the Fargo Dome. So definitely uh, something that we want to keep our eye on. Uh, Weaver State got a big win over uh, UNI last weekend. They are taking on Utah. Uh, they're not going to be the, the running Utes, uh, not in Salt Lake, but the week after they play Montana State. So uh, interesting to watch what Weaver State does against Utah. They play really generic, really basic, not really going for the win. Uh, could be in preparation of that Montana State game that they do get at home uh, in Ogden on the 23rd. Really excited for that game. But other than that, those were my thoughts today. Uh, we're going to keep it short. We're going to keep it brief. Week four, let me tell you, it has some matchups. It has some 
awesome matchups. We'll dive a little bit deeper into into the week four slate. Uh, week four is typically next week. We'll probably only have one uh, podcast, but week four is typically when after the week four is when we split into two podcasts and we have the release of Tyler's Tears. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, again, tell your family, tell your friends about this podcast. It continues to grow. We are loving the numbers out there. Thank you for subscribing. If you haven't, smash the subscribe button. Let us know how we're doing. Until next time, let's keep the ball rolling.